0: The annual orthopedic meeting is happening. That's April 3rd and 4th. What What is this? This is the annual meeting of the Academy of Orthopedic Physical Therapists, the largest component of the APTA. Yeah, that component. It's happening April 3rd and 4th, Minneapolis-St. Paul Airport and the Mall of America Hotel. So get up there to Minnesota. Why? Well, they're highlighting the orthopedic and vestibular factors affecting patients with concussion injuries, interconnection of head and neck complex, relationship between neck and shoulder in rehab, lab breakouts focused on skill acquisition and wrapping up each day with a panel discussion with your featured speakers. Find out more information now at orthopt.org. Don't miss this. If you're looking to get an edge as an ortho physical therapist, this is what you need to be at orthopt.org.
1: When I started to take a hard look in the mirror, I was realizing that a lot of the stuff that I learned in academia, while extremely well-intentioned, was actually kind of contributing to some of these big problems we're seeing at a national and global level. and it's a really hard pill to swallow. But I think having a little bit more of that flexibility and humility allows you to move forward where you're not resentful towards it, but you build on it. But better yet, you're able to really positively impact and transform your practice in a way that's going to help get patients out of the healthcare system instead of potentially perpetuating things through some of the narratives that we're taught in school. All
0: right, on the show today, we talked to Zach Gabor. Uh, I had a great opportunity to run into Zach a couple of years ago when he was thinking about the Level Up Initiative, the thing that he launched that we'll talk about today. And I said, hey, man, come on, you're going to launch this uh, thing. Let's come on the podcast and we'll talk about it. And we never connected, right? Schedules and life. I'm glad we didn't. And he brings that up, too, because now he's able to talk about the Level Up Initiative. He's able to talk about it from experience because he's done this with a few cohorts already. It's a mentorship program that Zach's going to lay out, what it actually empowers you to do. If you're feeling ill-prepared as a clinician and your ears just perked up when I said, I'm feeling ill-prepared, take a listen into what Zach is doing with this free, yeah, drop the F word on you, free mentorship program that's designed to empower clinicians. It's it's a really, really cool idea and you need to take a listen to it in today's episode. Zach's doing some good stuff and he's fired up about it. So you're going to get some value out of today. Episode is brought to you by our friends at Owens Recovery Science. They bring value as well. The leaders in personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training and the equipment that you need to apply it properly, safely in clinical practice, they've got all of that. The research behind it how you can apply it johnny and his team instructing uh, clinical leaders in all areas of rehabilitation including the four major sports uh, ncaa college international organizations johnny's got more frequent flyer miles than anybody i know he's all over instructing on just this personalized blood flow restriction rehabilitation training more info at owensrecoveryscience.com go there right now to find out more and get certified
2: the best conversations happen at happy hour Welcome to ours. Welcome aboard. This is the PT Pinecast. Here's your host, physical therapist Jimmy McKay.
0: Always want to start off with thank you, right? That's the, the good thing to do. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everybody who uh, has been listening to the show. If you ever find value in it, the biggest compliment we can get is when you click that subscribe button, no matter what platform you're listening to, whether it's a Spotify, Google Play, or the almighty iTunes. So thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. The show is free and always will be, but uh, the biggest way to pay us back. Back, and I'm using air quotes here on a podcast. Not good, Jimmy. Biggest way to pay us back is to share it is to, to tell a colleague, hey, I found this valuable and uh, and share it on social media or share it with a colleague and leave a review. And in that review, if you do that let us know what you liked about it, right? Like this way we know what you liked and we can try to do something similar in the future so you continue to get value out of your time, your valuable time here that you spend with us. So with that being said, we get into another valuable episode. Excited to, to finally bring this guy on. I think we, we talked about this interview a couple years ago and then schedules and life and the whole nine.
1: Uh, Zach Gabor. Zach, welcome to the show, man. Jimmy, thank you very much. Yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm actually. I'm kind of glad that it it took a little hiatus because I think it really allowed things to unfold on my end as well. So it's cool to be here a couple years later.
0: Well, I, the the thing we're going to talk about, which is the Level Up Initiative, I think when we were like like as you mentioned talking about this,
1: it was just getting started, right? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was pretty new, and so yeah, I think that's the. Uh, really cool part is to see kind of the fruits of it two two years in i think it's better right
0: a preview of this what this will look like is nice but now you got some miles under your belt. And, uh, uh, props oh. to uh, the movement maestro, who, who actually you know, dropped me a text message. A lot of caps, a lot of emojis in it about two years ago. And she's like, you need to check this guy out. Get him <laughs> on your show. But yeah, I am glad that you've got, you got some reps under your belt. So you're actually able to talk about this with a little, with a little experience and a little, um, some story yeah. behind it. So, so sure. any good story starts with a person. Let's find out just a little bit about you. What's your, what's your PT uh, superhero backstory?
1: Yeah. So the brief spark notes graduated from Ithaca College's DPT program in 2015. Through there, I did some strength conditioning as a coach at the, at the gym yeah. throughout my schooling. So that was a super important part of my practice. And essentially, long story short, I was able to find my dream job nine months into practicing at a, at a new clinic in Boston. And that really embraced the values of exercise and education as the main modes of delivering care. And uh, it was just able to help build that and surround myself with a really strong clinical team of, of different providers that champion a lot of the values that we'll kind of talk about today.
0: That's cool. I like that. Well, g- good on you for finding that place. And I always like to highlight, especially when people feel stuck, places like right. that, your, your whatever your perfect place is, it exists. Keep looking. Uh, you know, I understand getting frustrated and that phrase burnout happens a lot. They're out there. Be persistent and find those. Uh, you found those, which means the audience can find theirs, too. So uh, the Level Up Initiative, before we get to it, it's got to solve a problem, right? First, highlight the problem, and then you can offer the solution. Follow, follow me right this way. I'll show you the solution. So you found a good place to work and spend your time and, and, and practice.
1: What was the problem that you were seeing? Yeah, so, I mean, it was a problem that I was kind of seeing on a daily basis which was essentially patients coming in and, you know, telling me a lot of these, you know, it almost seems like hyperbole, but a lot of these horror stories about narratives they've been told by medical professionals, not not ruling out physical therapists as well, you know, MDS chiropractors, physical therapists, all very well intentioned individuals, but providing narratives like you hurt your back, you should never do X again, you know, you you did this, you should never do this again, or you know, providing a lot of these very dramatic narratives, which again, well-intentioned, but they can actually lead to quite a decent amount of disability in the form of, you know, disabling them from the things they want to be doing and finding the meaning in their life. And then when you looked at the big picture, that was when it kind of really emerged as an aha moment, which is, you know, the persistent pain epidemic, low back pain, especially as a massive burden on not only disability, but the economy. And, uh, that really presented itself as a problem that wasn't so new but i was finally starting to see firsthand like oh wow like this is this is really happening and this is an experience i'm sure a lot of healthcare providers are running into on a daily basis I mean, we, we opened up the, the show talking about that burnout.
0: If right. clinicians, no matter where you are in the spectrum of your career, if you feel ill-equipped to make a difference, that'll lead to that burnout. It, it's it's not necessarily how many patients you see a day. I know people who see lots of patients, 15, 20, and they love right. it and they're not burned out. If that's what you like and you feel like you can get results, go for it. But if you feel
1: ill-equipped, I don't care. You might be seeing one patient a day.
0: That's not going to feel good.
1: Yeah, and it's uh. Clinical care can be very tricky to navigate as well, as I'm sure many listeners know. Yeah. Uh, A
0: quote on your website, I like it. Real big and bold. Quote, it starts with taking a hard look in the mirror. So now that we've identified the problem, really, clinicians feeling ill-equipped to make a Difference, and if you look at, uh, I'd say ninety nine point nine percent of all the PT school entrance uh, essays making a difference is somewhere in all of those essays. You want to make the difference, and oh, yeah. if you don't feel equipped, and you don't feel like you're making that difference, what's the solution if that's the problem?
1: Yeah, so so like I said, it, it kind of starts with taking a hard look in the mirror. I'm I'm grateful to one of my very influential mentors who, for our clinical mentorship, the first thing he had me read was Mindset by Carol Dweck, and um, just really instilled the value of reflecting as a really powerful vehicle for transforming not only my clinical practice but just from me as a human maturing but really it's kind of taboo and tough because what ended up happening was when I when I started to take a hard look in the mirror I was realizing that a lot of the stuff that I that I learned in academia while extremely well intentioned was actually kind of contributing to some of these big problems we're seeing at a national and global level, which, again, is like this very taboo thing to kind of say and speak up against. But that was what was really happening when we were actually being critical of of what we were learning and, and how that was translating into practice. And so that was kind of the crux of it was when you start to look in the mirror, you can realize that there are some again, well-intentioned, but flaws in some of the models that we learned. And it's a really, 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 really hard pill to swallow. But I think having a little bit more of that flexibility and humility allows you to move forward where you're not resentful towards it, but you build on it. But better better yet, you're able to really positively impact and transform your practice in a way that's going to help get patients out of the healthcare system instead of you know, potentially perpetuating things through some of the narratives that we're taught in school. Yeah, I like that.
0: Website is the Level Up Initiative. Zach Gabor on the show right now talking about it. So now that we've highlighted really the solution, I love how your website really hones down on it. It's a well done website. Even just for websites, like even if it doesn't matter if it's physical therapy or not, it lays out the problem, the solution, and the path, which is what people are looking for. I'm going to say that again. It lays out the problem, the solution, and the path, which is what people are looking for. Patients, people who have a flat tire, people who need a new roof on their house – (laughs) They need to know what the problem is and that you have the solution and then what I need to do to get it. So uh, well done on that. People should just take a look at that website. So let's talk about those principles. You know, go in, feel free to to kind of wax poetic. First is the growth mindset, a pretty good start to your four principles.
1: Yeah, I mean, like I kind of said, the, the funny thing is with the mentorship, that's really the key to it all. If you really start to become more conscious and aware of areas in your life where you can grow, where you can take ownership, and and really live out that humility, you're gonna reflect, and in that reflection, you are gonna absolutely transform into a beast. And so, if there's nothing else that that any of the mentees take away from our four month mentorship, it's when you get equipped with that mindset. It really affords you the opportunity to reflect, and again, it's, it's in that reflection that we see such growth and transformation in the mentees that go through the Level Up initiatives.
0: There's that hard look in the mirror coming back, right? If you're not looking at yourself, you, you, you could be, if not the problem, you could be part of the problem. And making sure that you're not, right. you've gotta be doing that with that self-reflection.
1: And it's, it's really hard. Yeah. It's hard to do that. So I think that's why we don't necessarily see that embedded like really truly in the culture of healthcare at large. Yeah, admitting you have a problem or you might be,
0: you know, contributing to it. That's not easy, but it is, if it doesn't no. challenge you, it doesn't change you. So that, that's a thats a hard first step to take, but it is the first step <clears throat> to take. Amen. Number two, critical thinking. That's number two on your pillars.
1: Yep. So I think, again, part of being a uh, practicing clinician is really hard because it's, it's ripe with uncertainty, and I think that we really want to cling to a lot of these very kind of, like, dichotomous ways of looking at things, these very simple ways of being clinical practitioners. But the problem is we can kind of become our own worst enemy when we don't think critically about what we're learning, because we are, I, I don't know exactly the quote, but it's something of, along the lines of like, goal number one is not to fool like fool someone, but you're the easiest person, like yourself is the easiest person to fool. Sure. Totally butchered the quote, but it's something along the lines of, we're so susceptible to kind of like that post hoc reasoning and and just sort of you know, taking things at face value. And when we don't think critically about what we're learning, we run the risk of just kind of perpetuating narratives that, again, might be founded in, like, a long-standing history. Maybe your teachers taught you it, but when you actually hold it up against a critical lens, maybe it doesn't hold true. And so I think that if we really start to embrace critical thinking as a really prime skill set for healthcare practitioners, it's going to not only make us better clinicians, but it's going to help us be more flexible and dynamic as the healthcare landscape continues to change and evolve, which it will. Because even if we have a model now that we're practicing with, odds are in the next five to 10 years, it's going to be there's going to be flaws in it, there's going to be ways we can improve. But if we can't think critically about that, we might end up being stuck in our ways and continuing to have problems down the road.
0: Yeah, well said. Don't don't believe your own BS, right? Don't, don't believe your own hype. Be able exactly. to think critically, and that'll allow you to change. Number three, in Absolutely. terms of principles, listening. I like this one. It's
1: uh, <laughs> probably one of the least sexy things as a healthcare provider, but are arguably one of the most really influential things that changed my practice for the better. To give it some context, when I first start practicing, it's like, I'm getting in there and I'm kind of just rushing through the subjective interview so that I can get to the objective portion and find all the quote unquote, dysfunctions wrong and, and help them solve all of these problems. But when you start to take a bigger perspective and really learn to listen to the human in front of you, man, they will tell you literally everything you need to know about how to navigate forward, build a meaningful relationship, and really provide the best patient centered care you can. But again, you don't really go to school to be this like very good listener, like we wanna, we really wanna like use all of our, all the testing we learned and all the objective tests, and that was a really hard transition, but again, as, as practitioners, when we can start to embrace listening, it's really gonna allow us to build some really, really solid relationships, therapeutic alliance, and again, These skills transcend clinical practice. It's just being a good human for any sort of relationship building.
0: Yeah, well said. I mean, with my communications background, I was taught this. And even though you're taught this, remembering it and putting it into practice is still difficult in any situation. I mean, talking about personal relationships, professional relationships, someone that you're treating. People want to be seen, heard, and understood That's that's really the root of it. Um, I think that's from Building a Story Brand. I know it's in the book, uh, Never Split the Difference with uh, Chris Voss. It's reiterated. Watch someone like Oprah Winfrey, Howard Stern, more modern Howard Stern than Shock Jock 15, 20 years ago, Howard Stern when I was working in in radio. But (laughs) those people do a great job of making sure that person feels seen, heard, and understood. If you can do that, you're going to get information, insight, and a relationship that you can't buy. Right. Totally. Principle number four for the Level Up Initiative, communication. Now, listening and communication, two different things. I like how you separated those.
1: Yeah, and and obviously very much embedded. All these things are really embedded within each other and entwined. But you know, for me, again, not necessarily the most sexy thing, but I would argue that communication is one of the most powerful, quote-unquote, clinical tools that we have at our disposal because it's really what allows us to educate and empower clients Leaving them feeling like they have a plan on how to self-manage. It's just that it's a very hard thing to teach, and it's not something that's explicitly taught in school. So we are very good at taking tests. We're very good at these sort of these ways of thinking. But when it comes to actually being on the spot and communicating about all of this uncertainty in clinical practice, it will make a lot of practitioners start drip sweating as they're starting to get out. And so for me, you know, if I only could, if I could never use my hands again. Communication is where it's at, and especially with the telehealth movement coming up, communication is going to be one of the most important things that we need to be really strong at as a physical therapy profession. So for us, it was just an area that we're really passionate about helping students become better communicators to, to really help with their practice. And again, it starts with building up that base. If you can be more reflective, you can really think critically about content and have a deep understanding of it that knowledge base is going to inform your communication so well and then adding on top of that when you're really listening, you're having areas on how you can tune your communication, on how you can really try and tailor it to the individual in front of you and deliver that effective sort of plan of care and building that meaningful relationship, which we, we understand within the relationship and therapeutic alliance lies a lot of the positive outcomes across different you know clinical treatment paradigms. Yeah amen on that
0: and that's exactly where my head was going and hey look at the value of communication is this really really powerful tool and more and more research is coming out and saying it is telehealth yeah. is going to be able to leverage that and remove geography from the equation which is great in terms of cost and time and access to care the future's bright and you're highlighting it there with totally. communication
2: stand by Stay tuned. We'll be right back to the PT Pinecast.
0: New Step created the first product of its kind 25 years ago. That was the New Step Recumbent Cross Trainer. Now it's a mainstay in rehab with physical therapists worldwide. New Step now continues its tradition of innovation with the New Step Transit, another innovation in recumbent cross trainers for physical therapists, delivering real-time biofeedback with this piece of equipment, letting you use it in meaningful ways for awareness of physical performance, uh, goals, identifying and correcting deficits, or imbalances, take a test drive or find out more at newstep.com. That's nustep.com. dot Online at newstep.com.
2: And we're back. Let's get back to the show.
0: So those are the four pillars. Those are the four principles guiding your mentorship. <laughs> So let's get it into it right now. It's the levelupinitiative.com. Zach Gabor is on the show right now. Zach, talking about what this actually is. We've identified the problem. You've shown the, the four principles guiding the solution and mentorship, right? We haven't even used yeah. that word yet. That's what you're providing. You're providing the guidance to be able to get to those principles and being able to apply those regularly. So what is
1: the Level Up Initiative? What's the initiative? Yeah, so it's a um, free four-month mentorship for students and new grads. We have an incredible network of really, really great providers and students that have either gone through it or have been practicing for a few years that really align with these values. And essentially, you get paired up in a group of six, and each month you cover one of those core four themes that we talked about. And there's a module for myself, a guest module from a leader in the field in week two, and then in the third week you get on a Zoom or a Google Hangout call with your group and we have a call sheet where you're going through some different exercises in reflection and mock case studies where you um, facilitate some group discussion, as long with some assigned readings and podcasts throughout. But that's essentially, long story short, that is the layout of the four-month mentorship that we offer.
0: You know, talking about transformation, when someone's hearing this, if they're nodding along at the problem, if they're optimistic about being able to achieve the solution, they're looking at the path, right? And you're saying it's mentorship. We're gonna we're gonna pair you up with people who have done this. We're gonna give you your very one Obi-Wan. We're gonna supply a Yoda to your Luke Skywalker in practice, and we'll walk you through this. We'll give you some insight to kind of live and be those four guiding principles that we talked about. Give me an example of someone who walked into this mentorship and what they looked like then, and then follow it up with what they looked like when they finished.
1: Yeah. So if it's okay, I'll give you two quick examples that just paint a little bit of the different ways because everyone gets a little bit something different out of this, which I think is really unique and and special. But um, essentially example one would be, you know, you have an individual who is stuck in a a mill type of setting where it's very high volume, it's very low value care. The, the business owner only cares about profit, and they feel stuck. They feel frustrated by the system. And at the end of it, you know, we've had several individuals go through this that actually found the courage to kind of quit their job and end up starting their own business and starting their own private, either cash pay practices or out of network practices. So that's one kind of glaring example of a really awesome transformation after going through this realizing they have the tools to do this and giving them the encouragement. On the other hand, you have individuals who like you you talk about burnout and maybe feeling like they, they don't know how, you know, before going through this, they feel like they don't really know how to navigate so much of the conflicting information that's out there right now with clinical practice. And afterwards reporting back and being like, holy cow, that like, I've never had so much fun treating before. Like this sort of treatment style and paradigm that you're talking about, it has made clinical practice so fulfilling and so fun when it's starting to switch to more of this kind of like empowerment model where the treatment is really focused on a high value of education, empowerment and and exercise, which gives them the ability to really self-manage in the future and helping them with the tools to dispel some of the, harmful narratives that they've heard in the past. So those are two examples of what transformations look like for, for two different individuals going through the Level Up initiative.
0: And that's what we want, right? That's what a lot of people say they want when they're going into uh, into PT school. They want <clears throat> to feel like that. They, w- they know what they want to be able to do. And then when they start to feel this kind of uncertainty... It scares them. It scared it scared me. It scares lots of people. I hear that all the time. They were so frightened about, "Oh my gosh, now now they start to look at the clock. I have to, I'm uncertain now. I do not see a clear path to certainty. All I hear is it takes you 5 or 10 years to get there. That's scary. And I've got 20, 25, 30 years of this. That could be that could petrify anybody. Totally. So so you you mentioned it's it's uh it's what 3 4 months long the uh, the mentorship process?
1: Yep, it's a it's a 4 month mentorship.
0: So you're getting you're getting three cohorts per year as we record this in uh, late January early February. What's the schedule like? When should people if they're nodding along, right? We got to make sure we give them the call to action. If you feel like this <laughs> this would be a good path for you, the website is thelevelupinitiative.com. What are the application deadlines or you know how does that all
1: work? Yep. So um, just quickly, so it's actually, we run two cohorts a year just to give a buffer for some of the the pre-registration, post-registration, and, you know, just giving all that ample time. But yeah, so it runs from January till April and then August till November. So if you are not in along and you're interested, definitely check out some of our content on social media to get a better taste of it. But the next applications will open in June for an August 2020 start date. And um, just really excited about how it's all kind of come to, I mean, this will be, we're in the midst of our fourth cohort right now. We've consistently had over 400 people involved in each cohort and the network and the community and the caliber of people getting involved is just like jaw-droppingly awesome. That's great. Um, so if you're interested, definitely check it out and feel free to personally reach out happy to help answer any questions and point you in the right direction if it's not the right fit.
0: Instagram at the Level Up Initiative, you do also have a podcast, talk about that too, man.
1: Yep, so um, Instagram at the Level Up Initiative, and then yeah, just ran a podcast thanks to you, Jimmy. I mean, you are someone that I spoke with briefly about getting some insights about starting that up, but it's been really fun. I mean, the purpose of the podcast is to kind of bring on different interviewees that represent a, a lot of people that are embracing some of the hard and taboo conversations that are happening in our profession. So whether that's talking about conflicting paradigms of treatment, whether that's talking about ways we can start to improve academic reform with professors that are starting to get some of this reform in their program. And it's it's just creating these hard conversations so that we can feed off of that and start to collectively kind of move the needle forward towards a better a better healthcare
0: delivery system. Is it fun? Just, I mean, just personally doing the podcast because I hear from a lot of people that like once they get it going, and I want to make sure people know it's you don't need to be a broadcaster, obviously, because lots of people have podcasts now. But if if no. you know what it is, it's a conversation that gets leveraged It doesn't need to be a presentation, right? I'm not saying no. there's no structure or no effort that goes into it, but uh-huh. when you can get past it and kind of like similar to your pillars do a lot of listening. People know me as the guy who talks a lot. I try to be, I'm trying to every day become a better listener because that makes it more valuable for the guest and ultimately the audience. So is it fun to, for you? Oh,
1: it's, it's awesome. And it's funny because obviously anyone out there thinking about it, it's super intimidating and there's yeah. a lot of, you know, you put it off for a while and I, and honestly it took me a couple of months to get into the swing of it. But I remember having an, like a, A moment like eight months in where I was like oh man like I really feel like we're starting to find our voice we're really starting to find our way with this and um it's been really fun and meaningful ever since so I'm 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 really excited about doing it
0: so uh so take a listen to that as well uh Zach are you ready to play three questions Let's
2: do it. On the hot seat with three questions on the PT Pinecast.
0: Thanks to our friends at Arias Medical Staffing for powering three questions. They are the leaders in travel PT. If that's something you're thinking about doing, I always tell people, just go talk to them. Like, set up a phone call, 10, 15 minutes, doesn't matter, and get those questions out of the way. You know, Zach, you're talking about in terms of, like, it might you know, launching a podcast might seem intimidating, but then eventually when you get to it, you're like, oh, man, I'm really finding my voice. The same is for travel PT. If you have a lot of questions, like, well, how do I find the position? How do I make sure it's it's the right fit for me? They've got people there for that. Where can I go? All 50 states right they've got all 50 states in washington dc settings uh, are all over the place inpatient outpatient geriatrics there's a setting and a location for you and you decide you don't sign up it's not like the army where you sign up and they send you somewhere you agree the clinic agrees so uh talk to the experts there it's uh, aureusmedical.com for arias Aureus. uh, first question is a where question zach i know you're in the boston area but if you could go anywhere and uh you know treat patients do have a level up initiative where in the u.s would you want to go
1: yeah, I know. That is that is a really tough question. Yeah. And Steph, my girlfriend, has done travel PT all over the country. And um, I think we would probably go somewhere out west. Yeah. Just because it's so, it's so gorgeous out there. So, you know, she was in New Mexico for a little bit. So it would be a tie between either somewhere in New Mexico or Northern California, like Bay Area.
0: Well done. Yeah, well, both of those locations have people in them, which means they need physical therapists. So uh, check out uh, Arius, the leaders in travel PT for more than two decades, A-U-R-E-U-S-Medical.com. Second question on three questions is a what question. What's something that you've watched or read or downloaded, listened to, whatever, that really inspired you that you'd suggest?
1: Yeah, Extreme Ownership by Jocko Willink was Definitely one of my favorite books that really inspired me to just take full ownership over the actions in my life. You can't control what happens to you, but you can control your attitude and how you respond to those things. And definitely a very insightful and empowering book.
0: Yeah, Jocko. He If he doesn't motivate you, you do not have a pulse. That's my thing. Number three on three questions is a who question. This is your chance to give someone maybe a little bit of kudos. Who's someone the audience should know more about? Man, I, I
1: say this. Uh, I will. I'll, I'll give. I'll just give two really quick. It's Chris Johnson. Uh, yeah. their MPT. is. He's very soft spoken. He's not a big presence out there, but arguably one of the most influential mentors that I've ever had. He changed the trajectory of my career by having a 20 minute conversation with me early oh. on. He is just so low key. So I think more people should know about him. And for all the students and new grads out there, if you don't know, also Greg Lehman, definitely mm-hmm. one of the most influential of practitioners that has really shaped and improved my critical thinking and got me to where I'm at today.
0: Look those guys up. Yeah, uh, Chris, great guy. Uh, Coming back on my show soon, actually. All right, you're off the hot seat. That's three questions from Arius Medical Staffing. Again, if you're thinking about travel PT, you're free to move about the country. Do that with Aureus, A-U-R-E-U-S, medical.com. Last thing we do on the show, Zach, is the parting shot.
2: This is the parting shot.
0: The parting shot is brought to you by Rock Tape. Rock Tape is more than just a tape company. They're a movement company. Bringing you not only the world's finest kinesiology tape, but movement courses to help you get your patients moving stronger, longer. Make sure to check out your medical provider pricing right now at rocktape.com medical. That's rocktape.com medical to get your hands on rock tape, rock blades, rock pods, and rock floss. Again, rocktape.com medical. That is rocktape.com medical. All right, your chance for a mic drop moment. What do you want to leave the audience with in your parting shot?
1: Oof. You know what, just um, we all get into this profession for a reason is to make a difference and just make sure that you are taking ownership over the actions in your life and reflecting on your practice and making sure that you are helping move the needle forward collectively for a better healthcare.
0: The LevelUpInitiative.com, also a podcast and find them on Instagram, The Level Up Initiative. Zach, appreciate your time, man. Love what you're doing. Keep doing it. Thank you, Jimmy.
2: The PT Pinecast is a product of PT Pinecast LLC. It is hosted and produced by PT Pinecast CEO, Jim McKay and CBO, Sky Donovan from Marymount University. We talk PT, drink beer and record This has been another pour from the PT Pinecast. The PT Pinecast is intended for educational purposes only. No clinical decision-making should be based solely on one source. While care is taken to ensure accuracy, factual errors can be present. More on the show at ptpinecast.com.
0: If you're looking for education past your physical therapy degree, look no further than Brooks IHL. That's Brooks Rehabilitation Institute of Higher Learning. You can find out more at brooksihl.org. Continuing education along with residencies and fellowships. Residencies in orthopedics, geriatrics, women's health, neurologic PT, pediatrics, sports, and a fellowship opportunity as well. So look into it if you're looking to expand your knowledge base brooksihl.org. Our home on the internet, ptpintcast.com. Created by Build PT. Build PT provides marketing services specifically for private practice PTs. From website development and hosting, providing content marketing solutions for PT clinics across the country. See what Build PT can do for you today at buildpt.com.